Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Hello, hello. Today's going to be short and sweet, but I wanted to talk to you about nutrition and how it can really feel super overwhelming, right? Like I find that a lot of times there is, especially now with the internet, right? We can almost get information overload and a lot of contradictory like information, right? Even on the topic of rice. That's why I named today's live stream is white rice bad because this is actually such a common question I find because again, right? is something that is often a staple in many kind of diets. Um, and therefore too, right? Like we often like are consuming it on a regular basis. Um, it can be a really great food, but there's also a lot of kind of controversy around it, especially white rice, because it is processed, right? And so this is just an example of how we can like we can have information about nutrition and like it can be like one person could be like, no, it's the devil. (laughs) Like do not have it. It is going to make you gain tons of weight. It's going to make you diabetic, like all of these different things. And I literally saw a TikTok this morning about that. There is some guy talking about how like white rice is what is causing obesity and like all of this craziness. And so again, I wanted to share just a different viewpoint and to really put things in perspective where when it comes to foods, right, we always have to understand it really depends on context. Um, and this exactly is why it can feel super overwhelming. It can feel super confusing because you may have one person that's saying tomatoes have all of these nutrients and they're amazing for you. And then the other person telling you that tomatoes are the reason you have autoimmune disorders, right? Like there's so much contradictory like information and opinions when it comes to nutrition. So it can feel super overwhelming and confusing. Now, the reason why this is, right, is that it's like when it comes to nutrition, we have to understand that there are so many different factors that come into play for an individual. This is exactly why I always tell people you got to take a holistic approach because it's not so black and white when it comes to the human body. There are so many different factors even in relation to stress, even in relation to um, emotions, even in relation to cultural influences, your environment, how you perceive different things, um, your genetics, all of these different things. And it's not so black and white. It's not so straightforward. And the thing is, right, this is the other thing we have to remember. When it comes to health, when it comes to science, right, humans have not figured out the human body fully. Right, we have learned an incredible amount um, about how the body works, right? And even in terms of like our gut, right? Even in terms of like our gut health, like the whole icon, like whole concept of like a gut microbiome and the importance of gut health is fairly new in the grand scheme of humanity, right? We have to remember we are constantly learning new things, we are constantly discovering new things about the body, and like we will probably never know every single thing when it comes to nature, right? Because nature is this extremely complex interconnected thing. Um, And even in terms of nutrition, right? This is where I always tell people to like, you got to really 
understand that what is best for you when it comes to what what diet is best for you, what lifestyle is best for you. Obviously, there are certain habits and certain lifestyle factors and different things that can be more commonly positive and and have these really great benefits. But at the same time, right, we always got to check in with ourselves. And I see this a lot when it comes to nutrition specifically is that somebody will see their best friend or their mom or somebody, they you know, their coworker follow this diet. And like all of a sudden their weight drops, right? They, their weight drops, they feel good, whatever. Right. And then somebody else does it and it, it doesn't work for them. They have all of these other issues. They're exhausted. They're having these digestive issues. They don't feel good. Now their metabolism is downregulated and they have all like have more of a harder time when it comes to losing weight, right? And so again, we have to understand that everybody is different. And again, I will dive into the race topic here in a moment, but I wanted to just start off with the reason why I wanted to kind of share this. So even in the topic of white rice, right? So again, putting, using it to put things in perspective when it comes to rice, like, and I always see this time and time again. So a lot of people will say that, okay, it is going to influence, it's going to spike blood sugar. It's going to cause insulin resistance. It's going to make you diabetic. It's going to make you gain weight, like all of these different factors. And yes, when it comes to white rice, you can right? Raise blood sugar. It is going to be a carb. And when it comes to the processing of things and making it like the white rice versus like wild rice or brown rice, right? We're going to lose a lot of that kind of like outer layer that can make it slower to digest. Now, right? This is the kind of, again, putting things into perspective and understanding things. Some people, right? Their big problems is blood sugar regulation. Maybe they are insulin resistant. Maybe they are type two diabetic, right? So in that case, right, when it comes to a carb source, right? Well, again, I probably recommend more like sweet potatoes or something like that. But even with that, right, if they're choosing a rice, this is where, right? Like they may be like, okay, well, I want a brown rice. I want a wild, like some, some wild rice. Maybe I want quinoa right? That is going to have a lower glycemic load, right? And so in that case, white rice might not be as beneficial for that individual. That being said, if you have somebody who is having digestive issues, right? It is, they're having really poor, um, like breakdown of foods, right? They have a harder time to digest certain foods, right? And this is again, where, right, where maybe having white rice is actually better for them because you're removing that outer layer. You're making it easier to digest. The other really cool part about white rice too is that, again, preparation for both matters. And so again, this other caveat when it comes to even just one type of food, right? I just want to, again, put things in perspective for one type of food. So when it comes to rice, right, white rice for example, like if, for example, you're meal prepping and you are cooking it, you're batch cooking it, you're portioning it out, you're kind of prepping multiple days at a time, right? You're not just cooking it and eating it right away when it's still freshly cooked and hot, right? If you actually let white rice sit and cool down, it actually kind of, in a sense, changes its composition, right? It becomes higher in resistant starch. So this is, again, where it is going to, right, help 
with the kind of balancing blood sugar a little bit more. It's not going to spike your blood sugar as much just because of this little preparation technique, right? Also with that, resistant starch can be super beneficial for your gut microbiome, for your gut bacteria. So again, another example how somebody who is struggling with their gut health White rice may actually be more beneficial for them versus brown rice or wild rice, right? However, somebody who is, right, maybe they're really wanting to stabilize blood sugar and they don't have any issues with breaking down foods and breaking down grains, right? So maybe they'll go for a brown rice. So again, just even preparation of certain foods can have an influence. So this is where I always tell somebody, like, if you don't want to go and do a bunch of research and try to decipher what's going to be best for you, right? If you have problems, if you're really struggling with something, whether it be your gut, whether it be your hormones, whether it be insulin resistance or weight loss, like if you're really struggling with something and you're like, you know what? I don't have time when I want to get to the bottom of this right away, get help. Right. Unless you want to be researching and reading all of these books and trying to decipher what actually pertains to you, this is where working with a professional can be super beneficial because that is exactly what a nutritionist job is. Right. That's what people don't realize. So when it comes to that, it's really deciphering. Okay. So this person is struggling with this, right? Maybe they are have these goals, right? And really trying to figure out what is actually going to be applicable for that person to help them best support their body, right? And so with that, right, they can decipher things. They can explain things to you. They can tell you, okay, we're doing this for this reason. We're including these nutrients for this. If you have a question, right? Should I be eating white rice or brown rice, (laughs) right? They can answer that for you with an explanation because they understand what kind of can be most beneficial for your body at this current time with these struggles. Right. And so again, so much controversy around <laughs> damn rice that I hear it time and time again. Um, but for some people, right, it can be super beneficial. For other people, it can not be as beneficial. Right. So really paying attention to that. Now, again, taking things in perspective as well and understanding that when it comes to nutrition, there are so many other factors as well. Right. So it's not just, okay, like, what is this made out of? What are the macros, right? We also have to always take in consideration other factors, right? When it comes to an individual, we have to understand, okay, like what is their relationship with food? What is their mindset, right? What are their family dynamics, right? Maybe they have outside influences that are going to affect their nutrition, right? Maybe like, cultural food is something that is extremely, extremely important to them, right? And so oftentimes, right, we also have to take in consideration those other things. So to sit and say that certain foods are bad, right? We had this conversation earlier in the week to say, sit and say certain foods are bad for an individual without actually looking at the whole picture, right? It's like, we really got to take a look at things and really keep things in perspective for that person. And this is where a lot of diets, right? There is no perfect diet out there that is going to miraculously work for everybody because there's like, we're, we're complex. (laughs) We're complex human beings. Our body is really complex. Um, And there's a lot of different things that we need to take in consideration. So again, not just our physical health, not just our hormonal balance, not just our gut health, function, 
right? How our body is actually kind of working, right? If we're dealing with any of these imbalances or deficiencies, and then also, right, those more psychological factors and even emotional factors and cultural factors also have to be taken in perspective. So like I said, if you are feeling overwhelmed by nutrition, understand it's overwhelming. (laughs) That is part of it, right? And there is so much that you could learn, but whenever you are reading something or looking at something and learning something, always understanding that it depends. And this is again, where it's really, really hard when I sometimes get certain questions, like really vague general questions and be like, Hey, is this bad? Like exact, like I said, is white rice bad? If I get the question is white rice bad? It's like, well, it depends. Depends on the scenario, depends on the person, it depends on the context, depends on that body, how it's functioning. Right. So, again, this is a huge, huge kind of reason why you can't really say (laughs) there's good foods and bad foods because it depends when it comes to nutrition. And it is something too, you also have to understand, right? That, like, or remember that it's like we are constantly eating, right? We are going to, like, food is fuel. And we're going to probably be eating food for the rest of our lives, hopefully, right? Unless there's some crazy um, technology thing. I who knows, right? At the pace this world's going sometimes. But with that, right, we have to understand like we're constantly eating. We're constantly looking for foods. And so this is, again, where nutrition can be really, really challenging for people and why it also has the greatest influence. Because it is not just something you do for an hour, a few times a week, like a gym workout. It is something you're going to be doing every single day, multiple times a day for the rest of your life. So this is where also we have to understand like our nutrition is allowed to adjust. It is allowed to adapt. Our bodies are going to be evolving. Our lifestyles are going to be changing. Our goals are going to shift. Right. So when it comes to nutrition, we have to really learn how to be more intuitive with our body and actually listen to our body. Because again, there may be certain foods that can be super helpful and beneficial for you now, but that may change five years from now because certain factors change. And so understanding nutrition is something that is going to be like, it is going to be complex. It is going to be changing. And this is why it is extremely, extremely important to always look and ask inward, right? Ask yourself, how do you feel? Pay attention to your biomarkers, not just the number on the scale. Ask yourself, how is my digestion today? How is my energy levels? How is my mood? How was my sleep, right? How do I actually feel in my body, right? And that is something that with even with all of the information out there. Nobody can tell you how you feel in your body. And even with that, again, so, so many people, they will go online, they'll look at all these different things. They'll try to find all this information and they'll be like, what is the perfect diet? (laughs) Where are the answers? Well, it's not so easy as that. It is something that's going to require you to actually pay attention to yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel today? And learn your body, learn what works for you, learn what is the best and going to be most supportive and what doesn't make you feel as good. 
And when we look at nutrition, we take that information, as I said, right? Like we want to take it and under, like pay attention to it and learn it, understand the context of it, right? And figure out if it actually pertains to us. And then we apply it. And then we see how we feel, right? We see how our body responds, right? And it is something that, and that is again, where it can be so hard for certain individuals because they're so disconnected from their body. Nutrition is complex. Your body's complex. It requires, and figuring out what is going to be the best way to nourish your body is going to require you to look inwards, right? Because it's going to require you to pay attention to how you actually feel. Yeah, we are all so unique. One size fit does not fit all. When it comes to health, one size does not fit all, right? And if anybody says that, like it, yeah, it's like we have to understand our health is so complex and it is so individual. And of course, right? And I've shared different healthy habits and different things that you can do and different information. One of the big things for me is kind of sharing with you guys, like kind of more so how the body works. Right. Because then you can be like, oh, does that pertain to me? Oh, maybe that's what's happening. Right. And then even in terms of the different healthy habits and the routines and all of the like that actual advice. Right. It's like oftentimes, right. Yes, there is going to be things that work for the general public, but then there's going to be other factors that come into play into your journey. And this is even for myself. This is why, like, one of the big things for me when I started Nixon Nutrition, and like, I got so much flack from other people saying it's not, um, just saying it's too much work. But like, customized nutrition plans for me were like the only option. Like, I was like, I, I have to. Like, I if I'm supposed to help somebody reach their goals and feel their absolute best, like their plan needs to be customized. It needs to, and it needs to include nutrition and fitness and mindset and all of these factors, right? Like that was something to me. I was like, it's not going to be generalized because then I'm not serving that client to the best of my ability. I'm not supporting them in the way to help them create the absolute most transformation. And so again, I just feel like that's something that like we've always kept, been super strict about at Nixon Nutrition, um, even with our like grow and glow program and stuff. Like it's still a personalized plan. So um, it just people have to remember like we are all so unique. There, it's not one size fits all, um, and you've got to listen to your body. And nutrition is going to feel super overwhelming and super complex, and there is going to be contradictory information. Because what is going to be work best for somebody is not going to necessarily work best for somebody else because it all depends on that individual. And like I said, I titled this is white rice bad because, right? Like it is just one single food and it, there's so much like controversy around it. And I see it all the time. Some people are like, right, but you got to eat white rice. It's going to like be the like be the solution for you. Other people are like, no, it is literally going to make you fat and you're going to die from diabetes. Like it is completely like different extremes. Um, and there's a lot of fear around it. Right. And you like, I work with a lot of older women as well. And it's crazy. Like from like back then diets, 
right? How it has instilled so much fear around certain foods and like white rice, especially and like processed foods and everything. And of course, like I'm, I'm not sitting here and being like, oh yeah, we should all eat tons of sugar because it's going to be maybe good for you. It's probably not, but right. You're probably like, there's a lot of people out there who can have sugar and they won't die, right? Like it's, everything's in context, right? And moderation is important too. But even with that, right? Like understand nutrition is going to be complex because you're complex. And again, if you are struggling with your nutrition, like there are people out there who literally spend every single moment of their day researching things and learning about things and trying to decipher things. And like, I literally like read for an hour and a half yesterday, all about like women's hormones and health and like different things with that. Right. Like, it's like, you don't, if you don't have the time to do that, don't expect yourself to know all of that information. Right. There are people out there who literally do that for a living. So like, if you're really struggling, get support. It can save so much time. It can help you learn your body right? And again, throughout the journey, whatever journey you have, even today, throughout today, ask yourself, how do I feel? How does my body feel? Because the more we do that on a regular basis, the more in tune we can become with our body. And then that's where you can really learn what truly is best for you and best for your body. Right. And again, if you're wanting to get that extra layer of optimization and really kind of learn what works best for you, then it's like get some support and don't be afraid to ask for help. Because again, it can be very overwhelming because it is very like complex. So again, just wanted to share that because that was on my mind this morning. And again, when it comes to our gut, when it comes to our hormones, when it comes to our overall health, right? There are going to be certain foods that can be more supportive for you. And there can be certain foods that maybe aren't as ideal, right? And so really kind of learning what's going to work best for you. Um, And again, everything depends on where you and your body are at the moment. So especially when it comes to gut health, like there's a lot of different foods that people will recommend for like weight loss, for example, but then it can wreak havoc on your gut. And then you're like, well, I feel like garbage and I still haven't lost weight and I'm holding on to a ton of water and I'm super inflamed because it's like, but that's how Sally Sue <laughs> lost her 20 pounds in two weeks, right? So it's like, you gotta pay attention to your journey, your body, what works best for you and learn when it comes to certain nutritional information and advice, the context of it. Right. And there's so many different perspectives and factors to always take in consideration. So, anyways, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Hopefully, that gives you some things to think about. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye, guys. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Court. Until next time.